to the general election in Greece. The governing New Democratic Party has, a Democracy Party rather, has achieved a resounding victory, which the party's leader, Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis, has called a political earthquake. He described his party's 41% share of the vote as a mandate to govern for four more years. But with almost all the votes counted, the centre-right party looks like it's falling short of an absolute majority. Live now to Athens, and let's speak to our Europe correspondent, Nick Beek. Nick, so what happens now if the governing party fails to secure a majority? Yeah, morning from Athens, Tanya. I think this morning um, Prime Minister Mitsotakis is in a, a strong position because it was always going to be very difficult for him to secure an outright majority in this vote because of the changes to the electoral system that he inherited. But he has done much better than the pollsters here in Greece had predicted. They were talking about a six percentage point lead over a series of the left-wing opposition. As it turns out, it was more than 20%. So they really underestimated the level of support for him. In terms of what happens today, that the post-vote procedure kicks in, really. So the official results will be taken to the presidential mansion. The Greek president, she will then invite Prime Minister Mitsotakis to go into coalition talks to try and form an administration but from his point of view for the for the prime minister he's not going to want to do that because he's seen this share of the vote that he's got top 40 percent and so what everyone expects here is that there will be another general election in Greece probably in about a month's time and what will happen there crucially is that a new system of voting or certainly the electoral system comes in and as part of this, if you top the polls as the leading party, you get these bonus votes. So Prime Minister Mitsotakis will think that he's got a better chance to secure that outright majority. Which in a way is surprising given that some of the disadvantages he was facing and some of the criticism more particularly he was facing. Well, that's right. I mean, lots of people are talking about the economy being central to, the, to this election. I mean, that's by no means unusual when we look at votes across the world. But for many people, it was characterised as a cost of living vote. And people we spoke to here in Athens, in, in the centre of the country, in the north too, they all talked about the fact that they're not really feeling the recent growth in the economy nationwide. They say that when they go to the shops, they're seeing prices going up and their cash isn't going as far as it used to. But if you step back, the wider picture is that the Greek economy is on the road to recovery, certainly in terms of the countries that use the euro as their currency. Last year, it was the second fastest growing 6% GDP growth. And so this was a, a key offer to the Greek people from Prime Minister Mitsotakis that he had only really done the job halfway. He'd had four years and was asking for another four years in power. And so whether it was a cost of living election or the bigger picture, it seems millions of Greeks here have looked at all the prospective offers from the different political parties and decided to stick with what they know. At this point, it seems they didn't want to, to change course and they want the centre-right new democracy to continue what they've started. Nick, thanks very much indeed. Let's now go to Yanis Varoufakis, leader of the MERA25 party and former Greek finance minister. It's good to see you. What is your response to these elections? You've been very critical. Well, it is a major victory for my opponent, Mr. Mitsotakis. So congratulations to him. Uh, it's very rare that uh, opinion polls uh, are so wrong. So wrong. Uh, 
Looks like it sounds uh, I have to say that, um, you know, full disclosure, I am the leader of a small left wing party, right? Uh, and we were the second worst losers in this election. Uh, but but uh, allow me to make a comment that there is a similarity between last week and what happened here in Greece. Here you've got two leaders, Erdogan in Turkey and Mitsotakis in Greece. Both leaders have shown immense ineptitude when it comes to dealing with crises such as in the case of Turkey, the earthquake. In the case of Greece, we had an awful railway accident, mismanagement, a terrible pandemic, uh, a scandal where the prime minister was caught um, eavesdropping on his political opponents. And yet both leaders, Erdogan and Mitsotakis, have managed to sail through uh, on the basis of a combination of ultranationalism, um, a conservative uh, turn of the society as a whole, and neoliberalism. You don't see this as the fault of the opposition um, and their weakness in the results as, or the major opposition, I'm talking about Syriza here, and their lack of willingness to compromise? Oh, I have no doubt that um, we've all made mistakes. Syriza made mistakes. We made mistakes. Syriza's greatest mistake was to try to, try to present itself as a better manager of oligarchic interests. Uh, our mistake was uh, we tried to tell the truth to people who didn't want to hear the truth. Uh, they know that their, li their living standards are worse than ever. You know, the median wage today is lower than it has been in the last, last 15, 15 years. Uh, indebtedness, private debt is worse than ever. Public debt has, is through the roof. And yet, people out there have had enough of bad, bad news. They prefer to hear a prime minister saying to them that Greece is uh, flying high, uh, to be listening to us uh, as consumers. There's no doubt about that. Thank you very much indeed. Yanis Varoufakis for joining us there.